What's going on everybody? I'm just walking into town. I have the dilemma every time I leave the house, should I wait in the bus or should I just walk? I, it's probably about a 1200 meter to a mile walk. So you guys are all gonna think I'm lazy as shit. But it's actually quite nice walking sometimes. Um, I'm not, I don't double today. Today was like a bit of a session this morning. So there's no double. So maybe walking's good for the legs. Um, it's funny, like we do like double runs, which are like recovery, I guess, to get some blood flowing. And but there's a lot of other exercises you can do because we're such like not every runner, but the majority, probably like 80 to 90 percent, relies on mileage as an indicator of fitness. You know, you that's all you think about is like an extra run. But actually, like, if you have a little bit of a niggle or, you know, you know that you're a pretty injury-prone person, if I were you, with everything, with every part of your running, you know, if you're an injury-prone person and your group does a three-mile warm-up, you don't really get much fitter in that three-mile warm-up. And probably past a mile and a half, you don't get that much better warmed up for what you're going to do. I, I think I do one mile on marathon day and then I both just bang it out. Um, but I mean, you can, also, you can also be smart about it and you could do 15 minute cycling on, the, on a spin bike in your garage and then you could go do your mile. So you're still warming up, but you're just taking, you're keeping the aerobic the aerobic capacity side of things in place, but you're taking out the pounding. It would seem like common sense that, but it would amaze you how little common sense in the world there is. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't double on session days, but the, the beautiful thing about a little walk is maybe it can just help a bit of blood flow and I don't know, maybe that helps, maybe it doesn't. Um, I just had a nap. I haven't, I haven't really been napping, but I really needed it today. Um, I worked, I worked pretty hard this morning, and I got a fucking reminder about how not as fast as America Bushy Park is. <laughs> it's funny when I when I was booking to come back to Bushy Park, like I I I sort of like I wasn't excited about it because I just knew, like, well today was tougher than usual because I think from about four o'clock in the morning it lashed raining so. By the time I got into Bushy Park, I was drenched after my warm-up, but the ground was just... Last week I was running 248 to 250 something for a K on like one of the gravel paths. This week it was just flooded and there was puddles everywhere. and So it was just different. It was a little bit different, but I, I was... I did that good session Tuesday. Um, I think I told you guys about that. Um, and then... Today, today seemed a better day to do something stronger than tomorrow. I'm going to tell you why. Because the quality didn't really matter. The purpose was just to get a solid morning in. And by moving it from Friday to Thursday, I don't, I don't mind at sea level, like going Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday type week. And I might not even do that this week. Um, moving it to today instead of tomorrow gives me one extra day to kind of recover for the Irish Championships. And um, for me to have done what I did this morning, tomorrow morning, 
you know, a week out. It's like, fair enough. It's, well, it's actually eight days out, but today's nine. You get the, you get the point. Um, it just gave me an extra, it, it was slightly riskier because Tuesday was pretty tough. And there's a risk that the quality wouldn't be as good, but given that quality didn't matter, and because I'm getting plenty of treatment, I knew my body was in a pretty good place. Um, it ended up being, yeah, it's good to get a solid day like that done. Nine days, I guess, before the Irish Champs 10K. Um, and that's like, it sounds like a fucking w- lot of words of wisdom there, but that again is just not necessarily, I'm not going to put that down to common sense. That's just like trial and error. Um, Finding the past that, I can move sessions up a day. It's because the race is a Saturday race. Sometimes races are Sunday. Um, move things up a day instead of doing it Friday, where the weather was the exact same as today. It's supposed to piss it down even more. Um, that, that it would just work out pretty good. Um, actually, funny enough for Doha, it ended up being, I think it was about 20 degrees Celsius this morning. I went at about 10, 10.30. It was 20 Celsius and 85% humidity. But London is pretty humid. And I think it's so, so is Ireland. It's just the kind of thing we don't usually check. But usually by like 10, 11, it's gone away. Um, and for most people that run maybe after work, the guys that probably run before work in the mornings would feel that mugginess and the humidity. Um, but anyway, I did two laps of the park. Um, anyone who's ever ran around Bushy Park... We do our best to stick to the perimeter. Because I was doing two laps today, I wasn't as fussy. Um, And so there was a part of the lap that I cut off because it goes down by like the canal. And I just thought that could be real. It's all grass and it could be like, sort of like, I don't know, flooded. Um, Most of the loop isn't that fast. You can find fast parts in that park. You can actually do like four mile loops and five mile loops where you're pretty much on the, you go right up the middle of the park, up on the tarmac, and then you can cut right. You can go on more tarmac all the way to another gate, but the loop that we do, um, you, you start up at the top of the park, up near the fountain and playground and stuff, and you, you come along the gravel for the best part of two mile which, like I said, today was flooded and pretty shit. It's normally a really fast part of the loop. Um, Let me just let this car go past. Um, And then, yeah, then you sweep round. And this is the next part's pretty quick because it's on the tarmac, but only for about half a mile. And then you go on the grass cricket pitches. um, And then again, you're back on the gravel. Really tough section. I hate it. There's about a section from about mile three to about, I don't know, mile four and a half or something that is just fucking crap. Like... For some reason it feels uphill to me even though bushy park is pretty flat but <laughs> if you go do this loop <laughs> there's a section that feels uphill and it's always wind in your face and it's like loose gravel or whatever underground a bit soft and it's just god it's a nightmare i i remember when i was first ever making my comeback and that's the part of the tempo where i nearly cried because i think i looked down and i seen like 610 and was like oh, what's wrong what's wrong with me um, anyway, today it wasn't too bad. Um, so the, the 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 purpose, I suppose you could say, you know, is like it is only 12 weeks to Doha. Um, when you're gonna race next Saturday, anytime you race, it's it's really good to race. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, you gotta race. It's important. Um, but 
anytime you do race, it takes away from your week of training. You know, it provides a different kind of stimulus and, and that's great. But at the end of the day, I've just done, I just ran a half marathon around Bushy Park this morning in like 70 minutes. But next Thursday, I'm probably going to do like one run or maybe like, yeah, probably one run. I don't tend to do sessions anymore so close to races. So you definitely take something away. Um, I think it I think it's worth it because I haven't raced in a while and all the rest of it. But um, when you're 12 weeks away from a marathon, all the weeks count. And so this week just needed to count, basically. Oh, I've got a fucking couple of kids on scooters. That's going to make my day. Um, but yeah, it had, to, it had to count for something. And, and these are the kind of runs that you're... You might not really want to do it at the time, but once you kind of get them banked and stuff, you're you're delighted, and um, it's always I always find myself like probably week three, week four, um, coming back and looking over the training, and like being delighted when I'm able to like bank pretty solid days and going past the kids' playground. I am lucky as fuck that I don't have kids because they would wind me up so much. They're just angry, trying to piss their parents off. Um, but yeah, no, you look back and you're like, oh, wow, like I got that pretty solid long run done that Sunday and it doesn't have to be amazing. It's not, you're not there yet. It's not, you're not going to train like you're going to train three weeks to go when everything starts to pay off. But it's still really good if the effort was there. Um, and I mean, at the end of the day, if in with three weeks to go to the to Doha, if I was still in Teddington and I could run two laps of that park an average couple of 510s 510 to 515 I'd be really chuffed about where my fitness was at or today it was like 520 um, probably 520 to 25 um, but I'm, I, I'm telling you because of the humidity and the heat and the fucking puddles and the wetness I think it was probably worth a bit faster I, when I say it was pissing it down it was fucking pissing it down um, but yeah always good to bank pretty solid days early um, I don't know that <sighs> it depends how injury prone I suppose you are but I don't know that you always if you find yourself in pretty good shape at the beginning of your marathon plan just because in the past you've gone 4 mile tempo 6 mile tempo, 8 mile tempo, 10 mile tempo 12 mile tempo you know, you don't always have to stick to before or else how can you expect a different result at the end of this one so I know I'm pretty fit. I know my shape is pretty solid. I told you guys in Flagstaff, I was doing those steady runs, those like 50 minute runs where I would do 30 minutes at one heart rate, 20 minutes at the next heart rate. They would be like 540 average or 530 odds. They were my little like prerequisites, you could say, to like a bigger day like today. Um, it, it doesn't just come out of nowhere. You know, you, you've also done long runs where you're doing eight mile at easy and then eight mile progression you build up to being able to do bigger days but it just depends where you're starting your marathon plan if you're already pretty fit you can stick in pretty strong days like today if you're not then maybe you have to be a bit more careful so just don't don't always stick to what you did before often you'll be able to make it slightly different you can keep some of the basic fundamentals that work um but yeah sometimes you can change it up a bit but yeah that's that's that. Um, I have a few decisions to make. Um, like I, I've loved Teddington. It's been it's been really good. I love the fact that I now know it's here. I mean, not that I didn't ever fucking know it was here, but 
like I've never been here as Stephen the professional um, I, I knew it had everything that I needed people to tree in with lovely area for training good good places for fast days good places for slow days a track a gym um, physio the physio with Gemma is fucking brilliant um, really really good I, I really am a big fan of what Gemma does um, it hurts a lot but I'm a big fan um, so yeah like even even if I choose not to stay here which I, I, don't, I don't know um, I'm reading a book at the minute called Pig Wrestling and it you know you don't have to wrestle every problem and fix it immediately because I could decide today you know I could tell you guys I'm staying in Teddington that's it it's done I'm decided and then next Friday you know Haas could tell me something about Flagstaff like hey did you know Under Armour's going up to Flagstaff in August and did you know that this person's going up to train up there you're made and and then I'd be like oh like fuck that might be a really good fit and you know all of a sudden you're in Flagstaff for a month and then you feel like a dick because you changed your mind and so I'm going to try to and this is what my sports psychologist Gary advised is just just to make decisions when they need to be made um, and they don't have to be so definitive like I, I realize that it does seem like I change my mind a lot and um, I, I always think of it as adapt or die you know the last four weeks three weeks I found myself in this position of oh my god do I want to go to Louisiana do I want to go back to flag do I want to stay in Louisiana do I want to go to London and I just did what I needed to do you know to, to stay above water um, and everybody else has different ways of coping with maybe stress or emotions or whatever the fuck was going on but I did what I knew I could do could afford to do um, and I did what I could to, to keep myself above water and like it didn't work out too bad you know for other people they're like oh my god Scully's fucking nuts one minute he's here one minute he's there like blah 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 whereas I, I don't give a fuck about that. I wake up here in Teddington and just think I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I can't control that. You know, for three or four days, I wanted to book this flight and I thought, do it. And I, and I love the fact that I did. Um, so, you know, it, it, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And that's my coping mechanism, maybe. Um, but one thing Gary did say is, you know, let's... Nobody really does this, but at the end of every week, you're supposed to check in with yourself and... And, you know, ask yourself, like, is everything still in balance? You know, have you, have, you, have you been keeping in touch with your mates? Have you rewarded yourself a couple of times this week for a really good week of training? Um, you know, have you been speaking to your family? Where's your family side of things at? What about work-life balance? You know, all these, all these pillars that I talked about once upon a time, you know, are you, really, are you really checking in with them? And can you truly say everything's in balance? And I would have woke up on a Sunday in Flagstaff, done my long run, checked in with myself and went yeah well I haven't spoken to my parents in three weeks um, my I haven't <laughs> I haven't hung out with a friend in three weeks I've been eating fucking salad for dinner and yeah maybe my balance is a bit fucked up right now and maybe if I could have maybe if I could have jumped on that a bit sooner when everything was going tits up a little bit in Flagstaff then the the action plan to solve it might not have been so drastic Maybe a couple of days in Louisiana would have done it and I would have went back to flag and uh, maybe a couple of FaceTime calls with buddies from home or uh, maybe just ordering a Chinese, you know, maybe if it was week one or two of the camp and all I did was buy a fucking bag of M&Ms and order a Chinese, buy myself a couple of ciders if I could find them in an American supermarket and just 
just a bit of you time, you know, and, and, and maybe, you know, you do FaceTime a friend or you call home or you do whatever you got to do. I just went four or five weeks, monk, and then, like, fucking nearly died at the end of it. <laughs> like, you know, shit hit the fan hard. Um, and, and, and so that happens, but that's something I'm, I'm going to try to do moving forward is, but when it comes to balance, like, understand, you know, I'm a professional athlete, so... If I get to the end of the week and, you know, I've been out in the piss and I, I've not been taking my career seriously, well, you know, that needs lecture too. Um, having a pint shandy in the pub on an afternoon isn't, isn't a crime. Doing that every day of the week and then it turns into three or four, well then, you know, it starts to get to the point where it's like, well, don't take the piss. Um, and so that is, that is important. These, all these things are important. Balance, you know. Um, but balance for a professional athlete um, not, not necessarily balance normal balance because professional being a professional athlete isn't really normal if we're going to be honest um, so no I, I'm, I'm, I'm really chuffed where things are at um, I, I think I'm in a really strong position um, that motherfucker and his windblower I'm, I think I'm in a really strong position to move forward um, and and I'm healthy, which is really fun. I need to get back on the rehab for my groin, even though my groin feels absolutely fine. Um, it's important to not fuck that up um, and not just rely on Gemma's treatment. So a bit of rehab needs to come back in, a um, bit of strength work. Um, I'm yet to find a fucking yoga studio. Uh, that's really torturing me. Um, I actually need to go to David Lloyd's today and get a refund because it was £415 for three months of gym and I think that's a fucking joke I also think me signing up for three months of gym is dangerous um, when I could fucking be gone in three weeks time or a week's time or tomorrow <laughs> you know there's no there's no certainties um, but yeah look that that's that's where we're at um, I appreciate that you guys are still checking in and listening and um, you know it's it's I, I really don't know what listeners think like wh- where this has been and where it's going and um, but this is by far the fittest I've ever been going into a marathon build-up. Um, I think in, in so many areas, um, health, um, the fast stuff on the track. I ran a fucking 204, 800 at the end of a 12K session on Tuesday. That's honestly, kids, I'd, I'd fucking I hate them. Um, yeah, 204, 800 at the end of a 12K session on Tuesday. And then today... You know, 70-minute half marathon running around Bushy Park twice. It's it's a good place. Um, but yeah, look, um, keep the faith if you're struggling a bit. Um, and one thing you've got to remember when you're struggling is like, if you give up on it, you're not going to get any better. Or if you see it through, there's a far higher chance that things will get better. If you keep at it, you keep training, you keep pushing. It's the only way to get better. Get fitter. Um, but yeah, look, Cheers for listening, and I'm going to go into Costa. They have my my favorite coffee. Like, there's a really really nice coffee shop in Teddington called Woof, but for some reason I just still love the Maca Cortado in Costa. Probably because it's not as fancy. It just suits me a bit more. But all the best, guys. <laughs>